This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Biofuel policy was on the docket at the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals today as POET and EPA squared off over the quantification of cellulosic biofuels. Attorneys for the South Dakota-based biofuel company said EPA guidance issued last year was effectively sidelining outside experts who were determining the amount of converted cellulose in biofuels. A Department of Justice attorney argued that guidance was not final. There's more on the case in Steve Davies' story on agripulse.com. Farm groups are pressing Congress for more assistance in future coronavirus recovery legislation. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. As Department of Agriculture officials gear up to begin distributing coronavirus relief payments to farmers, top ag leaders are pushing for more funding increases in Congress. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall says there are a lot of unknowns ahead, but who knows how much money is enough. What happens with the Phase 1 agreement with China? Does it not come through? And what is that going to do? What are all the animals that's not going to go through the process not going to get fed? What's that corn going to do? Ethanol plants. You know, the ethanol plants are help America become energy independent, and and now they're suffering. So th- there's a lot of lot of things out there still going to happen. We got to see what shakes out to see what that cost is really going to be. Duvall says Commodity Credit Corporation funding should be raised to 68 billion dollars. The, the economists look at it and and said if you put uh, the factors on the difference between the last time it was raised to now, that it really should be 68 billion. So. We're asking for that $68 billion, hoping we'll come up uh, with someone close to that. And if we can get 50 it'd be a win for the farmers. In April, USDA announced a $19 billion program, which combines direct payments to producers and $3 billion in commodity purchases. The commodity purchases would be distributed to food banks and faith-based organizations. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. On that subject, a bipartisan group of 14 senators sent a letter to House and Senate leadership today calling for assistance to pork producers forced to euthanize their hogs due to shuttered packing plants. They say assistance is needed for humane euthanizing and to indemnify producers who are depopulating herds due to processing plant closures. The letter, led by Iowa Republicans Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst and Minnesota Democrat Tina Smith, also says authority for USDA programs should be authorized as quickly as possible. USDA has reportedly said it lacks the authority to issue indemnities unless the animals are called off to stem the spread of an animal disease. Finally today, a checkoff leader says depressed prices due to pandemic conditions should not lead to a re-evaluation of research and promotion investments. Speaking on this week's Open Mic, United Soybean Board CEO Polly Ruland says she doesn't want the frustrations of some to interfere with the checkoff's work. Those kind of challenges where a few people are saying things largely based on misinformation or inaccurate information, be that consciously inaccurate or just ignorance. I'm very sensitive to impacting in any way the effectiveness and efficiency that soybean farmers get from their investment as an overreaction to a small number of voices. She says it's important to make sure people understand what groups like USB do. Now, am I concerned that people don't understand checkoffs? Am I concerned that every time somebody has a challenge to a checkoff, it's basically the foundation of their challenge is misinformation? Yeah, I'm concerned about that, and we're working hard to make that better, and we need to make that better. But do I let those voices at this point in time reduce the good work that the soybean checkoff does for soybean farmers uh, everywhere? 
no, I, I can't do that. I have to go on and do what I know is best for farmers. To hear more from Ruland, including her thoughts on agriculture's response to the COVID-19 pandemic and soybean research projects, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers are in the business of feeding people. Though nothing is business as usual right now, we remain committed to making sure our friends and neighbors can feed their families. By expanding longtime partnerships with food banks and creating new ones, we're doing our very best to get fruits, vegetables, meat, milk, cheese, and more to those who need it the most. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.